quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I'm Michelle, recovering yeller, control freak, and perfectionist. I didn't want to be a connected parent, but my strong and smart oldest daughter would not succumb to my bribes, threats, and manipulations. After years of control parenting, I threw it all out and started over. I doubled down on the idea of connective parenting and turned in time out for time in. It's taken me years to figure out how to unknot sticky situations without using punishments, but I've finally cracked the code and now I can help you create the relationship with your child that you dreamt of having when you first decided to become a parent. It's not easy letting go of star charts and bribes, but you can change. Listen in as we interview parents just like us who found success and hear from experts who will help us better understand how to form a deep bond with our children. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So I think we are really trying to do more like positive parenting. So my girlfriend, we've all been living together for about a year now. Before that, it was just me and my daughter and we lived with my parents. So the dynamics have changed a lot. (laughs) I want to say maybe like the first six months were really hard. I think for me, especially because it went from living with my parents. So there was always someone else home or someone to help to like, she just wanted my attention all the time because it was just me, her and my girlfriend. And she was still getting used to having another parent with me. Had to move again. I want to say it's been like three months now. So I did notice once we moved again, her relationship with my girlfriend, Tony, was, I feel like she started testing her a little more. And I'm pretty sure now she's safe, right? Yeah. So I think it's been definitely been getting better. I think it also had a lot to do with they were spending a lot of time together because my girlfriend wasn't working at the time. My daughter was off of school. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of headbutting. But yeah, I think now that my girlfriend's working and we're keeping busy, taking her to swim class, my girlfriend comes whenever she can make it. I feel like they're getting along a lot better now. Yeah, I bet they are. Well, tell me, so positive parenting can be a very ambiguous kind of Mm -hmm. umbrella of parenting stuff. I can tell you if you want some of the main aspects of it and how you can use them in your house, or you can ask me any questions that you have, like different scenarios you want to bring up that we can discuss. Yeah, so just to give a little bit of background, 
I was brought up in a very traditional Mexican-American house. So there's a lot of cycles I'm trying to break at the moment and stuff that I'm trying to not pass on to my daughter. Or is like, I think maybe my generation was brought up more like kids need to be quiet, kids need to listen and just be do as they go. Don't speak out, do what you're told, yeah. your parents. Yeah. Yeah. And Geneva is a very, and I've said this ever since she was a baby and started expressing herself, she's very strong willed and she loves to express herself. Good for her. Yeah. So I think right now I'm trying to transition from that. Listen to what I'm telling you. Like you have to get in the shower right now to letting her figure it out on her own and want to learn and do things on her own. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Very smart. Very, very smart. Which isn't easy to do because we were brought up the other way where we were told what to do and we had to do it and we had no choice. Yeah. And I think the hard thing about transitioning too is it requires a lot more patience, which I feel like there's days when I have it and there's days where I'm just like, oh, I'm getting emotional. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. There's days where I'm just like, I'm so tired. I'm like, I just want to go to bed, but I have to be a parent right now. You know? I know it sucks, doesn't it? It's really hard work. Yeah. <laughs> really hard work. Definitely. I think more work to parent this way, but I also see she's thriving a lot more. Yeah, it is more work. Well, part of it is we're fighting against this internal monkey on our back that get punish her, put her in a room, you know, tell her to be quiet. And it's like fighting against that is half the battle. Mm-hmm. Really is. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of good work on yourself and making changes, which is not easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I'm trying to think of like my biggest question that we can work on. I guess maybe like co-parenting because I'm obviously like I'm parenting with my girlfriend who is new to all of this, but also she lives half the time with her dad and her other stepmom and they parent very differently. Right. So usually the days when she does come home after a weekend at their house are the toughest days because it's just, she needs a lot of attention. She just doesn't want to do anything other than I want to be right at your hip mom. I don't want to go brush my teeth right now or anything that she needs from upstairs. I need you to come up with me. She's very dependent when she comes back. Yeah. Well, there's so she's separated from you. So she's disconnected. Mm -hmm. And so she wants the connection back. And that's all this parenting methodology is based on is the idea of connection. So it makes complete sense that when she comes back, she's like craving you because a child, so this is their brain. This is the limbic system and the prefrontal cortex. And when you're connected and you're doing well, your prefrontal cortex, your reasoning center of your brain is attached to your limbic system. And then your brain works really well. When you're disconnected, your reasoning center doesn't work well and your brain's not really doing well and your limbic system is kind of wonky. So she wants to get her prefrontal working again. She wants to get her brain working again so she knows I got to stay close to mom because I need that connection. I got to have that connection so I can function better. Yeah. So that makes complete sense. And I think those separations for kids when they're going to their other parent house and coming back, it's just natural that that happens. And she gets back disconnected to you when she gets there. So as long as you're, do you do special time? No. Okay. Do you have my special time guide? I think I've seen 
you post about it, but I haven't downloaded anything. Okay, so on my link in my bio in Instagram, there's a guide for special time. I think that it would be great for you and your girlfriend both to do special time. Yes. Do it every day with Geneva. So it's 20 minutes. In, okay. And when she gets back from her dad's, that's the first thing I would do is I say, we're going to do special time. And you announce it to her. You say, Geneva, we're going to do special time. It's this special thing. I'm going to put everything else away. And I'm going to spend 20 minutes with you, just you and I doing whatever you want to do. And hopefully if you do that, when she comes in, you'll fill her right up. And then Tony's going to do it with you too, maybe after dinner or before bed or whatever, but both of us are going to give you special time and that will hopefully get her really clamped in right away. So she doesn't have to feel so needy all day. That means a lot. Yeah. And that guide is in my bio link. And then I have a podcast and in my podcast, I think it's episode three is a special time episode. You could listen to it. It'll help you also get more ideas around special time. Okay. I would start with that. And I think if you guys did special time every day, that would be incredible, especially for Tony, because Tony's going to form this deep bond with Geneva because she's going to have that one-on-one time. Yeah. And that'll help their relationship. Yeah. And the other thing with having a step parent, what I can say is that I just let you do the hard parenting, let her do the easy parenting so that she doesn't have to get into the hard tangles with your daughter because your relationship with Geneva can handle it, that you can handle the disruption because she's more connected to you. Their relationship can't handle those disruptions so much because it's a more fragile relationship because it's newer. And so if you handle the hard stuff and let her kind of escape that, it will preserve their relationship. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's hard because they want a parent, right? They want to also do the hard stuff. They want to help you. They want to be deeply in it all, but it's let that come slowly and let you take the lead on the hard stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll help Tony too. She gets to be like good cop. <laughs> yeah. Will really good. help she and Geneva. I don't know why I want to call her Genevieve. <laughs> okay. What other things? I think that was the biggest thing. I am kind of drawing a blank right now. That's okay. Do you use punishments and threats and bribes and consequences and any of that stuff? No, I think in the last year, I've really stopped that. I still get Tony away from that because she's very on like, no, you're not going to get your phone back. So that's the biggest thing that I've been trying to work with Tony on. Yeah, that's why you wanted her here. Well, she'll get this episode, Tony. Hi, Tony. Episode. It's not an episode. I don't know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) this recording. And what I can say about punishments is that What punishments do is they erode the connection piece. And I know we want to use them to get behavior. We want to use them to get a child to behave, do X or do Y or do Z. And the way we do it is by giving them something like a reward or taking something away or giving a punishment. So it's some sort of pain, some sort of emotional pain we're putting them in to get them to behave. And if the emotional pain or if the emotional reward is big enough and important enough and large enough, But it works at the detriment of the relationship between the child and parent because that child will build resentment because of the punishment or the reward. And that resentment will erode the connection. And so then later on when the child says, or the parent says, go brush your teeth, the child's like, no, because they don't feel good about that parent relationship because they're being 
quote unquote, manipulated into behaving. We want children to behave because it's the right thing to do because they internally choose it, not because we're punishing or rewarding them. So maybe that will help Tony kind of put it in perspective and just also keep in mind rewards are punishments because when you don't get the reward, you feel punished. And it's not Tony's fault and it's not our fault either. I started out using punishments and rewards because society and our parents tell us otherwise and nobody knows any better. And so we all run around using punishments and rewards thinking that's the way you get it done because that's what's been done, but it doesn't mean it's the most effective. Yeah. All right. That's good. So good that you're not using them and good that you guys are moving away from it because it makes the cooperation better, makes the child feel better, but it's not always easy when you hear no. Yeah, it's not easy. (laughs) Not easy hearing no. That's the worst, but it's okay. It's okay for kids to say no. And it's okay for us to also set a limit and say, yeah, well, you still have to do your homework or you still have to do whatever. I'm not going to give you a punishment reward, but I'm still expecting you to do it. Are you looking for ways to parent without yelling or threatening? Do you crave to understand connection and how to use it in everyday practice with your children? Is remaining calm a challenge and staying away from shame hard? I can be helpful. I've been there and I've also helped so many parents overcome their parenting challenges with my one-on-one programs of either six, eight, or 10 weeks. We dive into what's specifically difficult in your own family, and I tailor ways to help you remedy them using connection instead of conventional parenting methods. Go to www.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions and find out more about my private one-on-one courses. I'd love to see you there. Yeah, I think the hardest thing I personally have trouble with is for example, like mornings when we're in a rush. So it's like, if she says no to something, I'm like, well, we don't have time to say no now. Like, I don't know what to do in that situation. Use play. Play is your friend. It's your very best friend, especially that she's seven. Play is so useful. Mm -hmm. And so if she says, what does she say? I can, no, I'm not going to brush my teeth or something like that. Or no, I'm not going to get dressed get up, choose your clothes, get dressed. She'll just be like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, I have to take you to grandma's house. You have to get up right now. So a couple different things you can do. One, you can build in play into your mornings before you ask her to get ready, before you ask her to get tasks. Because if kids are sleeping, they're feeling disconnected. And if they're feeling disconnected while they're sleeping, they get up disconnected. And so they need to have some sort of connection piece with us before we just start firing off orders and telling them to do things. And then we're going to shuffle them away again, right? To school or grandma's house or whatever it is. So it's like, of course they don't want to get dressed because they haven't seen us. And now you want them to do these tasks and then they're going to be gone again. Well, I wouldn't get dressed either. Yeah. So if you can build in connection, if you can say, okay, well, I have 10 minutes to play. I spy. I have 10 minutes to do a thumb war. I have 10 minutes to do hide and seek in the house. I have 10 minutes to do whatever it is to get connected to your daughter and then ask her to do all these things. Yeah. That she feels connected. Then when she tells you no, then you can say, oh, little girls who say no to their moms are going to get a lot of hugs and kisses right now. And then you come in for the hugs and kisses. You turn it into a connective experience. You wrestle with her for a minute and then you say, okay, are you ready to get your clothes on? And I bet she'll say yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely try that. Yeah. It's all about connection. 
Are you, do you have to go get her? No, they're still in the pool range. Okay. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> okay, what else? I mean, that was mostly it. I think the parenting and then myself learning those times where I'm just, I feel like I'm in a rush or impatient. I'm definitely still trying to work with a lot of having patience when I feel like I personally don't have energy for myself even. You be gentle with yourself. You can't be perfect. You can't do it all. And it's okay. She will survive. Yeah. So, I mean, I think maybe in the past year that we've been working on it, I do think things have been getting a lot easier, like brushing her teeth. She doesn't even question it anymore. I brush my teeth with her right before bed. So I have this little, I'm like, are we ready to brush our teeth? And she'll say, yeah, we'll brush our teeth. And she knows right after she brushes her teeth, she runs to Tony to give her a hug and kiss goodnight. And I still have to put her to sleep, <laughs> but you have to I'm, put her I'm to sleep. Like you have to lay that. with her until she falls asleep. I lay, I lay with her. Yeah. Oh, that's not easy. <laughs> it's not, but it's been getting easier. I think a few months ago, she was still waking up once or twice a night and she would wake up and she'd be like, I need you to help me put, go back to sleep. She's not waking up anymore. She's sleeping the whole night and she's actually falling asleep a lot quicker. So Good. That's all connection. So the better, more connection you use, the easier she'll sleep because your subconscious is what wakes you up. And when your subconscious wakes you up, it's usually because you're emotionally not doing well. And so if she's sleeping through the night, that means that her subconscious is doing better because of the connection that you're having with her. So the more connection you infuse, the easier all of that will get. Yeah. So the special time might really help with bedtime. Okay. Yeah. One last question. She's very expressive and I'm going to give an example. We had a situation a few weeks ago where she was joking around with Tony and Tony's laying on the floor. And I think the joking got a little too personal. I honestly don't even remember what they were joking about, but I do remember Geneva got very upset and she like stepped on her. And we have, that's like one of the things we're always trying to teach Tony has the saying, no pow pow in the house. We don't do that here, you know? And I know when she is at her dad's house, she says she play fights with him a lot. They're very physical over there. I know they don't actually like hit her as punishment or anything because I talk to her about that all the time. Yeah. But like I said, you have a very different way of parenting and they are very physical. So I don't know, trying to get her to express herself the way she expresses herself to me, to other people, I think has been hard. Yeah, of course, because other people aren't safe like you. Yeah. But what I will say is that the joking around probably included sarcasm. Yeah. And sarcasm doesn't have any place in parenting just because kids don't know how to interpret it. They're too young. They're too immature. And so we're all guilty of this and I've done it too. And I've just realized over the years, whenever I'm sarcastic and joking around, it's not always taken well by my kids because they don't understand it completely. So I've taken sarcasm. I actually, I haven't taken sarcasm completely out. I now use myself as the butt of the joke if I'm being sarcastic. Like, oh my gosh, okay. I'm so dumb. I didn't remember if hey. I'm self-deprecating. Oh, Who's there? Oh my goodness. Look at you. We were just talking about you. I'm Michelle. I'm thinking about parenting. Remember we were talking about this the other day? About parenting and how me and Tony 
parent you? Yeah. Remember I was asking you? She's just asking me some questions because I have really big girls. So I already did it. So I was just giving her some of my stories. Bye. Okay, I'll let you go. But just the last thing okay. is that if you use it, it's just you use it self-deprecating. Okay. As opposed to making your child the butt of the joke because they can't take that. And then of course they're going to get so mad that she retaliated. And that was all she yeah. did. It wasn't that she doesn't know how to control herself. It wasn't that she's a bad kid. It wasn't that she's going to grow up beating everybody up. She got so disconnected. She went to fight, flight, or freeze because she didn't know mm -hmm. what to do. And she sounds like the kind of kid that goes to fight. So she went to fight. So she was retaliating. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm uh, so glad I got this. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm sorry that we didn't get connected better. Do you have a last question or do you have time for a last question or is that it? No, I think that was everything. Okay. I will put this, I'll send this recording to you in an email. Okay. And then you can share it with Tony and then hopefully it's helpful. And then you guys can just keep listening to it all you want. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Take a look at the podcast too. There's one on punishments that might be helpful. There's one on aggression that might be, oh, hello. I see you. <laughs> Aggression that might be helpful, a bunch of them. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank it was you. lovely meeting you. You too. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.